this is the Mainly Plants Podcast. My name is Ryan Furman. I am a certified plant-based nutritionist and personal trainer. The website is mainlyplants.com. When you go there, be sure to click on Shop Mainly Plants. It'll take you to Amazon where there's a shit ton of new cool t-shirts. They are all prime. So you don't have to pay shipping and all that good stuff. There's men's and women's styles, multiple colors. The only thing you won't see on there is the Esselstein is my homeboy t-shirt, which is also on Prime, but it's not in the same area. Um, all you have to do is type in Esselstein t-shirt, and it's the only one that pops up, though. So go ahead and get those before they run out. There's only a few left. And uh, mainly plants on social media, at mainly plants on social media. Um, you can get a hold of me through there, through the website, or you can email me, ryan at mainlyplants.com. I apologize. My chair is squeaking like bastard right now. I'm going to do my best to not uh, not get it to keep squeaking. I'm going to try not moving, but um, I apologize for the lack of a podcast last Friday. Uh, there were some technical difficulties that I wasn't able to address until recently, and then about an hour ago, I recorded the podcast and then looked up and saw that the entire podcast didn't record after a half an hour of talking. So here we go. Take three. It looks like everything is working fine, so God's, God willing, I'll get through this one um, and have it actually be recorded and posted, and you guys are hopefully hearing this. So, I want to talk to you guys about, um, about what people in the health industry know, and not even just the health industry, just people who give out nutrition advice. You know, do they really know what they're talking about? Um, because it's been coming up a lot lately for me. For instance, um, one of my favorite podcasts is the Joe Rogan Experience. It's a great podcast. It's long-form interviews. He interviews a whole host of different types of people. But he does talk about nutrition a lot. And Joe Rogan is an avid meat eater, avid hunter. He does not buy, he does not buy any of his own meat. Um, so what, what I mean is he doesn't contribute to factory farming, which is commendable, but he does hunt, which... Um, you know, obviously I do not condone, but, um, but he does hunt for his meat. He, uh, he bow hunts, I think primarily, but he got on the topic of the day of talking about, you know, how he can, how he feels differently when he eats different types of meat. Um, and somebody had mentioned that, you know, vegans don't, you know, one of their points of not eating meat is, you know, you shouldn't, it increases your cholesterol. And Joe Rogan was talking about how, you know, cholesterol is the building blocks of hormones, which is true. However, your body will make all the cholesterol it needs. You don't need to consume other beings' cholesterol. That's where the that's where it gets sketchy. That's where your cholesterol rises, and that's where you get you know problems with your health. You know, if you look at any nutrition, the nutrition information of any plant, fruit, vegetable. You know any any plant? There's no cholesterol. There's zero cholesterol in everything that I eat. There's zero cholesterol in the whole food plant-based diet, um, dietarily concerned, because your body's going to make everything that it needs. And what I'm getting at with this is that he gives out this this uh, you know information, but he doesn't really know what he's talking about and how it affects your body. 
And, and then I kind of started thinking about it. You know, I was listening to in the same the same week. This is uh, towards the end of last week. I was listening to Vinnie Tortorich on the Adam Carolla show. And if you've heard me talk about Vinnie Tortorich, you know that I detest him as nutritionist. Because as far as I can see, Vinny has zero nutrition training. But he is brought on the show as this nutrition expert. And his whole thing is no sugar, no grains. And I agree. You shouldn't be having any processed sugar. And you should be having whole grains if you have grains. He would feel that he feels differently. He even sells shirts that say fuck quinoa because he doesn't know that quinoa is actually not a grain. Um, and it's actually very healthy for you, but even whole grains are healthy for you. Um, Vinny, you know, touts that, you know, whole fat dairy and whole fat cheese and bacon and eggs and cream are all very healthy for you. I've debunked this many a time on the podcast with evidence. He doesn't offer any evidence. He just worries about, I think, mainly weight loss. But doesn't you know talk about what's what's actually going to happen to you is where you're going to get things like diabetes and cancer and coronary heart disease, or coronary artery disease, uh, atherosclerosis, heart disease, the number one killer of, of of people. And it got me to thinking: what else does the general public not know? And the general public, what they don't know, is that your doctors, your MDs, the vast, vast majority of them don't know anything about nutrition also. But people will go to them and ask them questions about diet and nutrition like they do know, and they'll take their advice. So I wanted to share an article with you, and this is by Dr. Michael Greger, who is uh, a, a medical doctor. He's an MD. Um, he's also a big advocate of the whole food plant-based movement, <clears throat> the way of eating. This article is from June of last year, 2017, and it's titled, How Much Nutrition Education Do Doctors Get? And there's a lot of good information here, so I wanted to read it to you. It's a little long, so bear with me. Just uh, enjoy. And it goes, In the United States, most deaths are preventable and related to nutrition. Given that the number one cause of death and the number one cause of disability in this country is diet, this country being the United States, surely nutrition is the number one subject taught in medical school, right? Sadly, that is not the case. As shown in my video, Physicians May Be Missing Their Most Important Tool, a group of prominent physicians wrote in 2014 that nutrition receives little attention in medical, medical practice, and the reason stems in large part from the severe deficiency of nutrition education at all levels of medical training. They note this is particularly shocking since it has been proven that a whole food, plant-based diet, low in animal products, and refined carbohydrates can reverse coronary heart disease, our number one killer, and provide potent protection against other leading causes of death such as cancer and type 2 diabetes. So, how has medical education been affected by this knowledge? Medical students are still getting less, less than 20 hours of nutrition education over four years, and even most of that has limited clinical relevance. 30 years ago, only 37% of medical schools had a single course in nutrition. According to the most recent national survey, that number has since dropped to 27%, and it gets even worse after students graduate. 
According to the official list of all the requirements for those specializing in cardiology, fellows must perform at least 50 stress tests, participate in at least 100 catheterizations, and so on. But nowhere in the 34-page list of requirements is there any mention of nutrition. Maybe they leave that to the primary care physicians. Nope. In the official 35-page list of requirements for internal medicine doctors, once again, nutrition doesn't get even a single mention. Think about that. There are no requirements for nutrition before medical school either. Instead, aspiring doctors need to take courses like calculus, organic chemistry, and physics. Most of these common pre-med requirements are irrelevant to the practice of medicine and are primarily used to quote-unquote weed out students. Shouldn't we be weeding out based on skills a physician actually uses? An important paper published in the Archives of Internal Medicine states, the pernicious and myopic nature of this process of selection becomes evident when one realizes that those qualities that may lead to success in a pre-medical organic chemistry course like a brutal, brutal competitiveness in unquestioning meticulous memorization are not necessarily the same qualities that are present in a competent clinician. How about requiring a course in nutrition instead of calculus, or ethics instead of physics? Despite the neglect of nutrition in medical education, physicians are continued by the public to be among the most trusted sources for information related to nutrition. But if doctors don't know what they're talking about, they could actually be contributing to diet-related disease. If we're going to stop the prevailing trend of chronic illness in the United States, physicians need to become part of the solution. There's still a lot to learn about the optimal diet, but we don't need a single additional study to take nutrition education seriously right now. It's healthcare's low-hanging fruit. While we've had the necessary knowledge for some time, what we've been lacking is the will to put that knowledge into practice. If we emphasize the powerful role of nutrition, we could dramatically reduce suffering and needless death. Take, for example, the Million Hearts Initiative. More than 2 million Americans have a heart attack or stroke each year. In 2011, U.S. federal, state, and local government agencies launched the, launched the Million Hearts Initiative to prevent 1 million of the 10 million heart attacks and strokes that will occur in the next five years. But why stop at a million, a doctor asked in the American Journal of Cardiology. Already, we possess all the information needed to eradicate atherosclerotic disease, which is our number one killer, while being virtually non-existent in populations who consume plant-based diets. Some of the world's most renowned cardiovascular pathologists have stated we just need to get our cholesterol low enough in order to not only prevent, but also reverse the disease in more than 80% of patients. We can open up arteries without drugs and surgery and stabilize or improve blood flow in 99% of those who choose to eat healthily and clean up their bad habits. We can essentially eliminate our risk of having a heart attack even in the most advanced cases of heart disease. Despite this, medical students aren't, uh, aren't even taught these concepts while they're in school. Instead, they focus on cutting people open, which frequently provides only symptomatic pain relief because we're not treating the actual cause of the disease. Fixing medical education is the solution to this travesty. Knowledge of nutrition can help doctors eradicate the world's leading killer. Now, I hope that resonates because when I was 20, 20, I think I was 20, like 24, 25, I got um, a 
physical blood panel done, which measures your hormones also. And my testosterone levels were low, but still within the quote-unquote acceptable range. And let me talk to you about that. The acceptable range is or was formulated by taking people in between the ages of eight, uh, 18 and I think it was 80 uh, who have healthy testosterone levels for their age. And they developed this quote-unquote healthy range. So while I was 24, 25, and had you know low testosterone, but it was still in the, te- the healthy range, I wasn't given anything to help that. I wasn't ta- you know spoken to about diet. I wasn't given any kind of medication or gels or creams or anything. But I thought to myself, well, that doesn't make any sense. If 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 I have you know, let's say my number was, I think the number was, I can't remember the exact numbers, but the point is, I could have been in the acceptable range, but had the healthy testosterone of an 80-year-old, but I was 24. Shouldn't I have the healthy testosterone of a 24-year-old? And this is kind of how it goes. Doctors don't really look at you as an individual. They look at you as part of just the general public. You are not a unique person to them. And I'm talking about doctors as a whole, okay? Sure, there are some exceptions to the rule, but they're not gonna sit there and analyze your blood tests. All they're gonna do is look and see which numbers are high, which ones are low, and which ones are within the quote-unquote allotted range. Which is what brings me to what I do and what plenty of people like me do. You know. Technically, I've had more nutrition training than your average doctor. And being that most diseases and disorders can be prevented and reversed with proper diet, I mean, it kind of adds up that we should be seeking out other professionals, professionals who know what they're talking about. A lot of people will go to their doctor and ask what they should be eating, or should they be cutting out this, or is this healthy? And the doctors will tell them, and the doctors don't really know, and those people get sick. Um, you know, I was when I was twenty-five, I was diagnosed with high cholesterol, and I thought I was eating healthy. Turns out I was eating like shit, but I thought that I was eating healthy based on what I've been taught. The doctor did not talk to me at all about diet. The doctor did not talk to me at all about exercise. All the doctor did was give me a prescription for Crestor. And I was on Crestor for about two years until it dawned on me, hey, I'm 27. I shouldn't have high cholesterol. I shouldn't have to take a chemical pill to keep me healthy, quote unquote healthy. I should be healthy just living. I should just I should be healthy from eating the right stuff. So I did my research and I read articles and I watched documentaries and I realized that I was eating inappropriately. And as soon as I started eating a whole food plant-based diet, my cholesterol dropped and it kept dropping till it was in a healthy range, till it was at a healthy level. And I got off the Crestor. But there are millions and millions of people who are taking drugs and these drugs are causing other side effects for which they have to take more drugs for. And it's really hurting their body. And it's masking the problem. It's not 
solving the problem. It's like having a weed growing in your on your lawn, this massive weed, and all you keep doing is hacking off the top of it. That's not going to do anything. You need to get to the root of the problem, and the root of the problem is diet. Now, how do I say this without going, eh, fuck it, I'll just go on a little bit of a rant. If you're fat, it's your fault. I want you to think about that. If you are fat, it's your fault. You can come up with 101 different excuses as to why it's not your fault or why it's impossible or hard to eat a whole food plant-based diet or why it's harder or impossible to get the exercise that you need or why it's harder or impossible to work your way off the drugs. I don't care about them. I don't care what your excuses are. They're, they Excuses are like assholes. Everybody has one and they all smell like shit. They all stink and they're all shitty. There are millions of people who aren't fat, who have families, who work 8-12 hours a day, but are still able to eat healthy. And what I'm saying is that it comes down to you. It comes down to you to seek out the correct information. Because there are plenty of podcasts like this one. There are documentaries and there are books. And there are magazines with great articles in them. And there are people like me that you can email and talk to and ask questions and get on the right track. And if you're not doing that and you're unhappy with your health or your 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 body, you know, the kind of shape that you're in, there's no one to blame but you. You know, not to, you know, plug my mainly plants business, but I offer a 15-minute free consultation, which means that you and I will talk on the phone and you can ask whatever questions you want. And you can get whatever information you want out of me in 15 minutes. And from there, we can devise a plan of how to get you to good health. How to get you the goals that you want. How to get you off that medication that's killing you. And, and you know, the money thing isn't an excuse because I'm very affordable. And there's other people like me who are very affordable. And you don't have to pay in a, a lump sum. We can work out some kind of payment plan. But what I'm saying is that what I'm really getting it at is your excuses are invalid. And you might be appalled right now. It's, he doesn't know me. I don't fucking care. Your excuse is invalid. There's no reason if you are living in America or, or anywhere but a third world country in today's age, there's no reason why you should not be healthy. And you need to realize that the, the medical system is designed to keep you sick and to make you sick. What you need to realize is that there's no money in healthy people for them. If you are a healthy person, they're not prescribing you drugs. They're not getting money for, for doctor's visits. They're not getting thousands of dollars for bypass surgeries. Pfizer isn't getting trillions of dollars for selling their, their chemicals to you. The cure, the cure for cancer is right in front of you. We have the cure for cancer. How many of you are willing to take it? It's a whole food plant-based diet. Or will you eat what you want? Eat what, just whatever you know, bullshit you want at any given point. You know, the, the, the processed shit, the meats and cheeses that'll give you cancer. Will you do that? And then just roll the dice on if chemotherapy works and then be 
hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt from the chemotherapy and from the cancer treatment. Or save all that money, go out and buy some vegetables and eat those and enjoy them. Which one are you, which route are you going to take? The, the first step is the hardest. I get it. I've been there. The first step is the hardest. Saying, I've been doing it wrong. Admitting that you were wrong. And seeking out the help that you need. There, you know, you might be already on a plant-based diet, but it's just not working for you. You're just not seeing the results that you want. Well, I'm here to talk to you. There's plenty of people like me that are here to talk to. The resources are there. It's just if you will take them or not. Will you do the digging to find out what's wrong? Will you do the digging to find out what you should be doing right? You know, if you're if you're overweight, if you're sick, if you have a family member who's overweight or sick and you're not doing anything about it, there's no one to blame but yourself. And I've been there. I've been on both sides of this. It's a lot easier to take a pill. But that's not the way that we are designed. That's not what we should be doing. Pills have a host of other side effects. And they're, they, they're terrible on your liver. And they'll fuck up your skin. And they'll deteriorate your organs. So which one are you going to choose? Feeling great every day? And eating good, clean, healthy food? Or just throwing up your arms and saying you can't do it? You know, when I was... Before I got into nutrition, I was, uh, I was remodeling and flipping homes. And there were a couple instances that happened that led me to the rule of I won't hire an overweight contractor. Because if that person is not willing to put in the effort to take care of their own body, the thing that's the most important thing in their world, your body is the most important thing to you. Your body, your health, if you don't have that, you have nothing. It's the most important thing. Not money, not cars, not clothes, not jewels, not anything. Your body and your health, that's the most important thing, whether you want to believe it or not. So if this person's not willing to put in the work to keep themselves healthy, why, should, why would they give a fuck about my kitchen? Why would they give a shit about my flooring if they're not giving a shit about themselves? That's the rule that I live by. I still live by that, Ooh, excuse me, by that rule. I, w- I won't work with anybody in terms of uh, professional capacity. You know, I have obviously clients who are overweight. That's great. They're seeking out help. But I won't hire a roofer. I won't hire a gardener. I won't hire anybody to work on my home or my cars or anything who's overweight. And you might be saying, well, it's discriminatory. They might have to do, work, to do good work. They might. But if they're not going to take care of themselves, why the fuck are they going to care about my stuff if they don't give a shit about themselves? Think about that. Really let it resonate. And if you're fat, it's your fucking fault. And you need to do something about it. So do something about it. Schedule a 15-minute call with me. Or find a nutritionist who's reputable, who you want to work with. Just get to take that first step. Because doctors don't know what the fuck they're talking about, and they don't care as long as they're getting money. The only person who's going to care about your health is you. Yeah, your loved ones might also, but you're the only person who can do anything about it. So get off your fat fucking ass and do something about it. And if you're sick, do something about it. And if you're already off your ass but having trouble with it, do something about it. Ask for help. 
That's what we're here for. That's what this podcast's for. That's what I'm here for. And you can't get all the information you need from reading a book or from re- or listening to a podcast. And I'll tell you why. It's because that's general information. But you might have a tweak on something. You might need a supplement for something. You might need to do something a little bit differently. You might need to adjust something, but you're not going to know what that is until you ask for help. So get on it, please. You know, we're getting towards the end of winter, coming into spring. There's a reason I wanted to do this podcast like this, and it's because I want you to kind of, you know, reset and restart everything and take a deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth and just say, okay, this is going to be the start of the new me. And this is from this day forward, I'm never going to be in as poor a health as I was yesterday. And you're going to look back on this a year from now. It's going to go like that. Years go by so fast so fast now. A year is going to go by and you're going to have dropped 30, 40 pounds and feel so much better and say, I don't know what took me so long. Please, please get on it. Ask me for help. I will do whatever I can to help you get to the place where you want to be. To, to lose the weight, to feel good about yourselves, to wake up refreshed, to get good sleep, to feel energy all, all day long, and to get off those chemicals. So please, please get on it. Please check out the uh, Amazon t-shirts. Uh, head over to mainlyplants.com. Click the shop Amazon or shop mainly plants um, link. It'll take you right there. Please take a second to uh, rate and review the podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, want to set up your free consultation, email me, ryan at mainlyplants.com. And until next week, go eat a salad. <laughs>